Greetings, lovely listeners. You are listening to Saga, a podcast where a dude and a chick discuss art and animation. This audio may contain spoilers, so please proceed with caution or an open mind. I don't care. Back with another episode of Saga Podcast. We're talking about Invader Zim, Enter the Florpus this week. This is not for the faint of heart. This is the real deal. And I'm going to talk about the plot first before we get into the nitty, the nitty gritty. Anyway... Um, so Enter the Florpus um, is a continuation of the Nickelodeon series. It's uh, like an hour special or something on Netflix. And uh, basically what takes place, uh, what happens is, uh, this apparently happens years after where we left off, but they haven't aged or anything. Cartoon logic, I guess. But really, yeah, so uh, years have passed. Um, and Dib, the human, has not seen his arch enemy Zim in all of these years. And he's pretty much just been sitting in, in his chair, um, not washing himself, not, take, not taking care of himself, and getting really out of shape, uh, just waiting for Zim to come out of his home. But uh, one day, Zim finally shows himself, and this springs Dib back into action. But turns out this was all a part of Zim's plan. He wanted Dib to become out of shape so that he couldn't uh, challenge him as he initiated his phase two of his plan to conquer Earth. See, Zim is, uh, is not kind. He doesn't like humans and he wants them not alive anymore. See, um, Zim follows these... Uh, other aliens known as the Urken and um, he he really wants to be in their good graces right so he does all the these schemes and, and whatnot but really the almighty Talus, like the leaders of the Urken armada they don't really take Zim seriously and they tell Zim that you know oh yeah sure we'll um we'll come to Earth to like, you know, help you with your invasion and stuff. But Zim learns the hard way that they had no intention of coming. So um, this sort of puts Zim in a depressive downer da downer state. And he, and this is when, when Zim sort of uh, quote unquote surrenders to, to his enemy Dib and, and and, you know, Dib is, you know, he is um, dumb, but smart at the same time. He believes that Zim is is true in, in his uh, s s surrender, but it, turn, it, it turns out that this was just a part of Zim's plan to use these uh, special bracelets that Dib's father cr created in order to unite the world and... Uh, Zim uses this tech technology to create this like this like 
warp gate to teleport Earth closer to the Urkan Empire. And yeah, that, that was a long plot summary, but that's pretty much where the, the story starts and jumps off from. And let's go into the talk, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that, was that was long. That was really long-winded. That was alright. It was pretty good. Very good plot summary. So, what were your thoughts on this? Uh, first thought um, was that I noticed that the the art style did change a bit from the 2000 series in that the characters were a bit, they had rounder edges a bit, and like their edges weren't as like sharp and they had more saturated colors, like it was a bit brighter, a little bit more colorful. Well, so I think there was a little um, bit more rounded because Dim became kind of mm. fat, but that's just, you know, there's just one character, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he, he was definitely round in, in, in many ways. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, but, but yeah, this, they've been working on this film for a while. I remember them like talking about this for a, a couple years and watching it, especially like the last like 15, 20 minutes, it got pretty insane. Like, uh, yeah, it was amazing. This, like the whole series it was really cool is to, funny to, to just look at. And <clears throat> it's quirky in its really own funny. way. Yeah. Um, has a lot of, I, w I don't want to say dark humor. No, I would say it's dark humor, I guess. Um, but on a kid-friendly level, um, much like Courage a Cowardly Dog, like it'll it might give you nightmares or it might not. Um, kind of brings in the the realm of what is humanity anyway, in some aspects. Because I, I don't know if you remember watching the series at all. Do you remember the um, the fast food episode? Uh, I f vaguely like. Can you talk about it a little bit? Yeah, so Zim gets imprisoned in <laughs> this um, fast, like in in this world where he's like a fast food servant, basically, like for the entire episode, and he has to figure out how to get off the planet out of servitude. And it is one of the gruesomest, like most realistic. Um, episodes when it comes to reality because if you've ever worked fast food or any kind of food industry you'll know that it is on some way shape or form a kind of hell and i think that's what this show and this series encompasses it brings a little bit of like what humanity has to offer into um kind of a darker light hmm. yeah yeah um that had nothing to do with the special but that, that was a definitely a good um, good piece of information. Uh, yeah, don't work in fast food, I guess, is is the moral of, of the summary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the moral of this film is don't trust anybody. I also don't, like, yeah, I would say just don't trust anybody. Except for your fake dad that makes pudding and only pudding. Hmm. Yeah. I will say that I I thought the special had like a slow start and I really didn't think that it picked up until the Peace Day conference and yeah and after that I had a good time and I think one of my favorite like jokes was the ham was the ham foreshadowing <laughs> something about that just just got me 
Yep, I'll agree with you. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, I think they brought in a lot of what they had to offer in the shows that made the shows better. You know, like, Gurr is, um, he's one of the main characters in all of Invader's M. I don't think that they gave him as much of a, uh, what do I want to say? Like, as much of a kudos in this, this film, but it was, they still did a pretty good job with him. Um, as far as the other characters, like Dib and Gaz, they're, they're the same. Uh, the, you know, father's the same. There's a couple of new characters in this film, um, such as new, new father, like fake father. I don't know if you want to, if that's his name, but he is a delight. He, he was fun. Definitely. I think he gave a lot of, um, comic relief in some of the aspects but as far as like Zim I cannot believe that he waited in for so long in a toilet <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um you know um when you have a have like a, a plan that you want to enact you are willing to you know uh to like you know take the sacrifice and you know, just put yourself out there and just hope for the best. And he has definitely earned my respect after sitting in a toilet for many years. Um, that, that that takes a certain type of, of uh, willpower, I guess. Um, I thought it was pretty cool when they when they um, did the the art style change towards the end. <laughs> mm. So. Um, what was your favorite part about this whole film? I was just gonna say that. That was the coolest part. I was wicked. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, so do you think... Alright, so um, the almighty tallest at the end of this special went into the uh, the uh, Florpus hole. Do you think they're dead and that this is the end of the, the series? Yeah. You know, that's a good question. I didn't think about that. I think I just thought that they were just going to make more of that. And now that you say that, I'm actually really sad. Because that that would make sense. If they just wanted to end it there, and then the tallest are done, and Zim no longer has an empire to serve, then they can finish it. Done. But I don't think Zim will ever be done tormenting Dip. Yeah. I mean... I would be kind of bummed if the if it ended on this because yeah so this week we're talking about Zim and next week we're going to be talking about Rocco and those were both Nickelodeon shows and I think it would be pretty cool to like have uh, like Nickelodeon specials like this on Netflix to possibly compete with the Disney Plus I think that that'd be cool and it it'd be cool to like see like a movie like this every two years for like certain shows and stuff if they did that they have to do a chowder special because i will lose my mind if they don't um doesn't um hulu have like cartoon network character uh shows or okay some of them not a lot though and they're usually kind of just seasons like one or two seasons not full full shows with all of the seasons Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Warner Bros. 
is making a, st a streaming service and uh, Cartoon Network is involved with like Time Warner who who are like partners with Warner Brothers. So maybe fingers crossed, I guess, when the Warner Brothers streaming service comes out that Cartoon Network shows will be on there. That'd be cool. We're gonna have to pull out that um, eye patch and peg leg and you know go pirating, I guess. That's <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, support us. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna keep up with all of these streaming services, Garrison. No, didn't. Yep, probably. If it comes down to it, unless we get some patrons, please, so that we don't have to pirate and so that we don't get our podcast taken off air. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I mean, seriously, though, um, it's unfortunate that that uh, these companies feel that, that they're that important where that they can make their own streaming service because it's like everyone's making their own streaming service. There's HBO now and and like Am and Amazon Prime and all these things. It's just so much. It's more expensive than just cable now, all these streaming services. Yeah. To, to have them all, definitely. Maybe there will come a company that's like, here, bundle all of these streaming services. And it's like, that's just cable. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I don't have, have the answers. Uh, any final thoughts on Enter the Florpus? Um, Loved it. I'm so glad that it's on Netflix because I can watch it anytime I want. Um, unlike the series, which I do not have on DVD or digital versions. So it is, it's a delight. Yeah, definitely. I recommend it. Go check it out. And I think that's it next week. Yep. And next week we're doing Rocco's Modern Life, the special Static Queen. And please share us with your friends and family as we would love to continue this podcast about your favorite animations. All of the information here is researched by Sarah and Garrison, and this podcast is produced and edited by Sarah Zadre. Special thanks to Joshua Phillips for the theme music. All while doing our research, we come across some amazing little videos and shots about the process of animation, and we will be happy to share this information with you on our site, www.podsaga.com. And if you have any questions about the animations we will be covering, please don't hesitate to ask. Thank you and have a good day.